everybody. Welcome to episode number 6, January 6, 2021. I just realized that my cell phone was not charging properly, so uh, hopefully, hopefully it lasts through uh, the recording of episode 6 here. Um, so let's see, what happened today? Uh, so today, let's see, oh yeah, Clubhouse. So there's a new app that's out that I don't know where I read about it or how I learned about it, but there's an app that's out called Clubhouse. I think it's one word. Let me, let me double check. Uh, I don't know if it's one word or two word. Anyway, anyway, it's called Clubhouse, and it's essentially like um, like a community chat room of different... It's just, a, it's just a community chat room. That's pretty much all it is. You don't post pictures. You don't post statuses. You don't send people messages. You just join a chat room and then whoever the moderator of that chat room you can create your own chat rooms whoever the moderator of that chat room is can give you permission to talk or not so you're just listening uh so it's just like live podcasting chat room stuff i don't know it's uh it's definitely unique and um so i hopped in it and i realized i've been in it only for a week now less than a week i don't know and uh i noticed Last late last night, that there was a group that was called, I think it was Shark Tank Investing with what was his name, like Kevin Harrington or something like that. One of the sharks from uh, that appeared on the very very first season. And I'm like, oh, that's interesting. So I hopped in that and I realized that they were letting people, every anybody who wanted to, do a two minute pitch to like everybody in there who's an investor, which. I mean, there's some there's some very very popular names. I mean, Grant Cardone was in there, uh, a few other high name people, uh, big name people in the industry were in there, and so I was like, oh, this is awesome. And so, what I did before I went to sleep, I go, let's see. If, I, I don't know how I get how I get to the point where they un, they allow me to talk, but in case they do, uh, I don't want to be caught off guard. So I just hopped. And this is like 11:30 <laughs> at night, maybe midnight. I, uh, I hopped on my computer and I typed out what I, what my two-minute spiel would be uh, to because uh, we are raising um, a seed add-on round for DFS Karma LLC, which is the parent company that houses both fantasy sports company and the sports betting company. So I sat down, I wrote myself a kind of a, a quick gist of what we're what we do and, and what we're looking for and what we're going to do with it. And I was like, I don't see any opportunity for me to like move myself to the point where I'm allowed to talk in this. So I'll figure it out, whatever, sometime later. So I wake up this morning at, I think I woke up at maybe like 8 a.m. And started going through my daily routine. And I, I pulled up the app again, just checking it. I realized that this ch- <laughs> this chat room never ended. It's been going on for like 18 hours with like a lot of the same investors in it too. Um, so I, uh, I hopped in and I had a, I had a meeting with uh, one of our partners, uh, one of our fantasy sports uh, partners at, at like 10 AM. And so I hopped in and I got to the point where I, I was able to raise my hand and, and get moved to where I knew I was maybe like seven or eight, uh, pitchers away from being able to talk to all these, uh, you know, to pitch, uh, the, fantasy sports and sports betting company what we're trying to do to like all these you know high high level uh, investors so i i got in there and i it got to a point where it actually when all was said and done i i ran over my my scheduled meeting by by 40 minutes but they're still cool with it and they let me um you know still have that uh the meeting with 
the partners uh, like 40 minutes late, but I did get to pitch, and it, it's weird how like, everybody that was pitching, there's so many people, people, the, the investors were getting angry, pretty, yeah, I would say angry, that people are coming in, and they don't, and they, they're all, the people are asking for is seed money, uh, and seed money is, you don't have, you know, you don't have any sales, you haven't done anything yet, you don't have a proof of concept, you just have an idea, and you want money to help you start this idea, and everybody, and all these investors hate that, like, they want to have something that actually has been making money, and you just want to help them make more money. Uh, and so they're like, listen, if you don't, have, if you haven't made any sales yet, don't, don't waste our time. We're not looking. That's not what we're looking for. That's not what this group is for right now. But of course, because uh, you know DFS Karma, the fantasy sports company that uh, I am the COO of, has been around for six years, and we're now finishing our our beta stage of uh, the sports betting company. Um, about a year, year and a half now, uh, stuck in beta. Then um, we have that. Have, we have that sales, that track record, and all of the partners that we've acquired since. So I did it, and there's a, I feel like they were very active talking for you know things that were so, and for industries that they were more comfortable with. Like somebody said something about real estate or you know, e-commerce or this or that. There's all these you know investors like asking questions and stuff. But clearly, I can I could I could have told you this before I was able to talk, but I could tell that no one is in the industry of know online gambling gambling in general sports betting fantasy sports anything sports related for that matter but i did my spiel and one of the guys actually the host of it he um he was mentioning how he had i don't know if it's his development company but he has close ties to a development company and i i mentioned in my pitch that the million dollars we're asking for is to cover two years salary for like six different positions that we desperately need to hire, and three of those is uh, full-time front-end developer, full-time back-end developer, and a full-time machine learner. And so he was asking, you know, during this, uh, right after my pitch, he's like, well, I have I have this connection to this, you know, this, this dev team. I don't know if they're everything that you would need, but it's worth, you know, connecting dots and seeing. So he told me to send him a, a DM on Instagram. Since on this app, you're not able to send messages, and it drives me crazy. I'm sure in the future, they're gonna add some messaging capabilities, but hit message so you you can connect your instagram and your twitter account to your profile so people can tap on it and message you that way so i sent him a message and um yeah just uh waiting for their, you know that uh that new connection to uh to spark awesomeness so that's how my day started off and of course we had the meeting with the, the other partners who are uh, looking to restructure our contract and um then my wife got uh she recently got a new job so she I think I mentioned this on one of the phone calls, but so she, my wife works for Disney in Central Florida, and she was furloughed, not uh, not fired. There's a lot of people that are full, furloughed and fired or let go. She's still on the, the furlough status, so she's still awaiting a return or a phone call saying that she can return. But uh, of course, because you know unemployment runs out eventually, she got a job, and it, uh, I'm guessing based on her. Uh, communication about it. It was like the worst thing she ever did. And they they trained her improperly and they set up set up for failure, which is something that you know I I feel like well, I had a job in college that was, <laughs> was very similar to that, so it made sense. Um, but no, she had a new job, and so I uh, it was it's a brand new location. I'm not going to go into too much detail to explain exactly what it is, but it's a new location. Um, so they had they were doing like previews, um, 
letting your friends and family come in and you know, preview the place. So I, uh, I did that today as well. And, um, and then, yeah, and then I came home and I watched uh, America set, set itself on fire. So that was interesting as well. Um, I'm, I'm one who typically, publicly, don't go into politics at all. But when America sets itself on fire, I mean, you have to kind of mention it at the least. And I know it's just crazy. It's crazy how, like, there, it's just, it, it's mind-boggling how people think that it's okay to do it or think that it's okay for other people to do it and so on my so in my my main social media when it comes to friends and family is facebook and on my facebook like i don't i'm not the kind of person who deletes you if you are pro this or pro that or whatever as long as you're not a psychopath um and there was like everybody who was a trump supporter there was not a single person who tweeted or not tweeted but posted any kind of facebook stats completely quiet nothing along the lines of uh you know you, you shouldn't uh, they, i can't believe they're doing this they're making us look bad like anything that you would assume they would say but um but yeah they uh they all kept quiet and they just uh kind of watched the let's say watch the world burn but it's more of the world laughing at us because we're uh, watch america burn um so now we're the laughing stock of the entire world so that's always fun but like I said, I'm not going to go into much details of it, but it was crazy to see uh, that uh, America as a whole has set itself on fire. So, that is kind of the quick recap of the day. Um, I had talked about keto, I talked about, yesterday I talked about keto, I talked about a few other things, health, uh, getting the x-rays on, you know, my, my wrist, my right wrist, my left knee, but they said I didn't see anything in the x-rays, I have to do these hand and wrist exercises now on my right hands, and um, keto-wise, I tried something new today as well, uh, so if, if you're one of the very few people I'm assuming listening to this that actually is interested in keto or on keto, something I wanted to try today is um, keto-friendly homemade mozzarella sticks, because who doesn't like cheese? Cheese, cheese, cheese. Cheese is very keto-friendly. Uh, I don't think there's a cheese that's not keto-friendly. I'm sure somebody can make one that is <laughs> isn't. But to my experience, they're all on the okay list. So I bought... I went to, so I, on the way back from um, checking out the wifey's new uh, job location, I stopped by the grocery store, picked up you know, mozzarella sticks, and um, I think they're... I guess they're just called pork rinds. I don't think there's another name for them, like chicharrones pork rinds, you know what I mean, those little, those, those bags of those things, uh, because those things have no carbs whatsoever, so those are actually, like, amazingly keto-friendly, so what you do is you take a bunch of those, you put them into a, you know, a Ziploc bag, and you smash them up into bits, uh, you know, pulverize them into where it's pretty much dust, and that's what assists in making the crust that is the, you know, the crusty part of the mozzarella stick, so you get mozzarella sticks, which are already keto-friendly, you get that, um, these, these chicharrones, um, the, uh, the pork rinds for the crust, and then also there, you know, you would need egg, the egg wash, which is keto friendly, and then uh, I believe everywhere I read they were all using almond flour, which we had almond flour, but we I, for some reason I forgot to buy it at the store when I was there today, uh, so I we still have coconut flour. So coconut flour and almond flour are all are the healthy keto friendly alternatives to regular flour, which is definitely not keto friendly. So. Um, I was like, well, if I only have keto, uh, coconut flour, then I guess that's what I'm using for this. Um, coconut flour smells amazing. I don't know. The smell of coconut's great. 
So I took the mozzarella sticks out of the wrapping, cut them in half so they're smaller. Uh, it's I, one or uh, one recipe I read said to kind of roll it into the coconut flour, then then give it the egg wash, then put it in an almond flour and uh, and the chicharrones mixture. And then that's kind of what gives it a good crust. But since I only had, I had everything but the actual almond flour, I put in coconut flour, rolled it around, threw it into the egg wash, splashed it around, covered the entire thing, and then threw it into a Ziploc bag that was uh, a mixture of a little bit of coconut flour and then a lot of the smashed up, um, annihilated uh, pork rinds. And then it also says, you know, to put in the bag of the pork rind mixture, you know, put some Italian seasoning in there and maybe some Parmesan cheese in there to kind of give that good crust. I guess we had parmesan cheese i thought we didn't when i was making it so i didn't put any of that in there so i'm definitely gonna do them the next go around um but i made them i put them in the air fryer and they the coconut flour does not work <laughs> as the main crust it just taste wise and texture wise because texture wise it's the most uh powdery i would say smooth i don't know if powder smooth is a good additive for for uh for flour, but it's so powdery, like so fluffy, um, that it just it just doesn't work really with that crust that you're trying to get. So that's why the almond flour is a little bit different. Uh, and so I need to go. I need to go to the store get the almond flour, and I need to get. Um, I need to see if we have much Parmesan cheese. We have get some more Parmesan cheese, but I will be trying that again as I have many, many more mozzarella sticks that I purchased for this testing stuff. But yeah, it's always, um, it's always. Uh, fun trying new things and testing new things and then tweaking new things. That's kind of what my cooking is in a nutshell, is I very, very rarely I look something up online and get like a recipe. And it wasn't me looking up online for this for this example, getting a recipe. It's like, okay, what do I do so I don't ruin the food that I'm trying to eat? And a good thing I read was after you roll everything and get the, and get the um, you know, all the stuff around this mozzarella stick, you have to actually put them in the freezer for an hour so everything hardens because if you throw them directly from rolling them and tossing them in the, uh, in the, the bread crummy um, pork rinds uh, coating or whatever you want to call it, and you throw it into an air fryer or in hot oil after that, it'll actually just melt. Like the whole thing will melt, it won't even be a stick. So I, luckily I looked into it, so I saw that, so I didn't, uh, so I definitely froze them for an hour. Probably could have froze them a little bit longer. It still, like, still seems like they weren't the consistency that I was looking for, but it, yeah. cheese is cheese. If you eat melted cheese, it's great. If you eat non-melted cheese, it's great. If you eat brick cheese, it's great. If you eat burnt cheese, it's great. Cheese is always great. But, um, but yeah, so going back to my cooking is I don't, I typically don't look at recipes unless there's, there's like a dire situation where, you know, for, for Christmas, I... I smoked uh, a turkey for Christmas for my family, where I have an electric smoker, back porch, and got a huge, I don't know how heavy this baby was, it was like a 22 pound maybe? I think it was something crazy, like a 22 pound turkey, and I'm like, okay, I've never smoked something of this weight, or like a whole bird before, so even though I kind of, I'm getting better and better at just kind of figuring out smoking, I don't want to like ruin this especially because it's part of like a massive family meal so so i looked up online and i was like okay so this is how long you know 30 minutes a pound uh, this that this that and um you know the proper seasoning to make the make the skin be good 
all that stuff. So things like that where you can't ruin it, that's when I, when it's something that I think that I could most likely ruin, even with my my uh, self-taught expertise, then I still look online for it. But I enjoy not looking online for things. I enjoy just getting food, throwing it into a pan, and figuring it out. Um, and it, that, that alone terrifies my wife. She Every time I say I'm making food, she's always like, what? I'm like, I don't know. I'll figure it out. And she's always like, please don't. <laughs> this is what she always says. It's please don't, please don't make anything crazy. And that just means like, don't go create, don't try, don't try new things that have never been tried in like the history of the world. Like don't put this spice with this if it's never been done before. Don't put this with this if it's never been done before. Just do something that's, in her words, not crazy. Um, she, uh, <laughs> she, she enjoys like 90% of this, 95% of the stuff I make, but she's still terrified to try something because she knows that I don't look off something that's like, oh, hey, this is a successful recipe online that has five stars, um, you know, 600 five star ratings, which is something she would be more comfortable with trying because clearly people, tons of people have done it and everybody likes it. But then you come to me where it's like, oh, hey, look what I, you know, put together. I think it's a pretty good idea myself it's very rare for me to make something that I go okay I don't like this like I feel like I'm pretty good at just well, I guess the guessing game or the the cult the, the culinary game of making something that's not gonna be horrendous am I gonna make something that's the best thing I've ever had every single time no like I made these mozzarella sticks and every time I make something if it's not the best thing in the world I you know, sit down and like take a bite and I go okay what could I have done differently to make this thing closer to being the best thing in the world and, um, and, you know, I'm, I'm, of course I'm honest with myself, but also when she makes things, I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm not going to sugarcoat that either, but I'm going to you know, be honest with that as well. So she makes something and she, Hey, what do you think? I'm not the kind of person like, Oh, it's good. And, you know, just eat it and deal with it. I'm like, okay, maybe it's like not enough salt, too much salt, probably a little bit of butter I would have mixed with this or, or the noodles are too hard, too soft, or whatever it is, like, I will be completely bluntly honest, which is something that, I, I, to my knowledge, that she, I'm gonna say she enjoys, that she is okay with, because she doesn't want to make something, me say okay, and then her make it again, because in her mind I said okay, but I really didn't like it that much, and she makes it the exact same way, and then I go, oh crap, you know, she made that stuff again, like, so that's why, like, you just have to be honest, because, you can't have, you, you can't be in a situation where somebody keeps making the same thing over and over and over again, and you're like, no, I told you, I don't, I, I don't like this, or I, I need this to be different, like, this just doesn't taste good or whatever. So there's a little bit of relationship advice from Travis Talks. Don't be mean about it, but be blunt. If you, if they are literally asking your opinion on what you think about whatever they made, and they made something from scratch, or they went off book, or even if they made something that was a recipe, don't, if you do not enjoy it, do not say, like, yeah, it's okay. Because you know they're going to make it again somewhere down the road, and you're going to be like, ah, I have to eat this again. So to not run into that, just be honest. You can be honest without being mean. Like, if I was like, this sucks, I hate this. That's pointless. It doesn't help. You have to do constructive criticism. You got to tell them why exactly like do you like it or not if you do i like it because this i don't because this those details is what helps so yeah next time someone makes you something be honest about it 
I and then it's also something that also goes with restaurants as well like whether she's treating me out to a restaurant or going to a restaurant or someone else makes some food for us whether it's a, rest, a chef at a restaurant or somebody else like I'll still she'll be like what do you think you like it even if it's like a, a restaurant where it's you know a very very expensive meal I'll still be like well I wish this I wish that and uh, it's not that I can't it's not that I don't enjoy anything it's just this is how I look at it if I so let's just say you're your enjoyment of eating meters on a scale of 1 to 100, 100 being the, the best thing you've ever had in your life by a mile, and 1 being like, you know, dog poop. Um, you, if, if you all, every time something is 50 or higher, if, you're, if your verbal response to someone asks you if you like it is like, oh yeah, it's pretty good, then that kind of throws away anything that's like 90 and up, because they're all, you're, you're giving this award to all of these things you're eating that's in the top 50 percentile and so if something's actually reaches that top 10 or that top 5 percentile of the greatest you've ever had in your life it doesn't mean that much because you keep saying to everything you're eating oh yeah that's pretty good that's pretty good so it kind of just diminishes the amazing thing so for me when i'm completely honest about everything like if it's a 50 i'm gonna tell you it's a 50 it's a 60 i'm gonna let you know it's a 60 a 70 80 90 100 I mean, I don't literally say the numbers out loud, but I kind of give that, that feedback so you know where my you know, enjoyment level is. So when we get to that point where I eat something and it's like a 90 or a 95, then when I say like, holy crap, this is amazing, it makes that dish stand out to them like a million times more, which is something, the same thing, I'm just you know referring back to my wife as well, where... Like, she knows when it comes to eating, I'm not the easiest person to please because I'm, it's not that I'm picky, it's that I find all of the things I would have, I would have liked differently that would have put it, would have put whatever I'm eating, you know, in a slightly higher rating or a slightly higher category of, of enjoyment. So when we're out to eat or she makes something, I'm like, holy crap, this is great. Then it's like, it puts even a bigger smile on her face because she knows that's like that 90, that mental 90 is so hard to achieve. That once she finds something, or once she sees me enjoy something at a restaurant that is a 90 plus, I keep saying these numbers, this is just a mental thing, I don't actually give number ratings, um, then it, like, it excites her more than if I said that everything over a 50 in my brain was good. So kind of, you know, keeping that, uh, it's just, I don't know, you can't, I don't know. I don't know where I'm, I don't know where I'm getting at with this, <laughs> but... That is my thought process on, that's not just food either. That's everything. Like everything in life is, I feel like if you're honest about everything in life, on, on if you're enjoying something, if you're not enjoying something, if you hate something, don't just, don't like say like, okay, well, oh yeah, that was fun. Like, no, I didn't, nah, I wouldn't like that. Like when it comes to like the movies, so you guys probably don't know this, maybe you do. I get a lot of people uh, that have known me for a while that are listening to these podcasts, which segue make sure you subscribe to this podcast whatever network you're listening to whether you're listening to on the anchor app spotify uh, stitcher apple Podcasts, um, itunes anything under the sun make sure you subscribe and if you have the opportunity on your app to leave a five star rating make sure you smash them five stars for me it makes the uh, platform spit up my uh my podcast to uh, to more people but um let's rewind a little bit now i remember where was i at oh the people have known me for a while, they know that I don't do it anymore, but for two years I had a YouTube channel, uh, YouTube slash Facebook channel, 
um, where I, I was the host of a show called Who's W-H-O-S-E Review, Who's Review, where I reviewed movies um, with a, like a kind of like a split personality uh, style where I removed, I reviewed movies five times as five different characters that each had their own preferred style. And the concept is for that was if you watch a movie or if you watch a movie review from someone, if they're an action fan and they're talking about it as an action fan and you're not an action fan, then why the heck are you watching them in the first place? Like you're not going to. So we offered a variety of reviews by creating five characters, each having their own specialties, their own favorite kind of things, and reviewed the exact same movie six times over each in the view of that character's favorite style of movie. So we did that for two years. It didn't really, you know, take off as, as anywhere as, as much as we hoped to after uh, doing it every single week for two years. Uh, so I, um, I put the brakes on it. It's not dead or deleted, so you definitely can still see them on YouTube or, uh, or the Facebook page for Who's Review. So if you have some time and you want to crack yourself up, go ahead and check that out. Um, not that it really benefits me anymore, because like I said, we, we pumped the brakes on it. But it's the same thing with like movies. Like I'm not gonna say like, oh, that movie's okay or the movie wasn't good. Like I've I've always had that mentality even before doing this movie review channel of, you know, the movie was good, the movie was or like just having the same, giving the same, you know, one to one hundred in my brain and not just saying if it's over a fifty in my brain, then my verbal uh, response is, oh, that was a good movie. Like if movies blow me away then I'm going to let you know it blew me away. If the movie was okay, I'm going to let you know it was okay. I'm not going to like, oh, that was an okay movie, or that was a good movie, or I, I enjoyed the movie. Like, I, I will go into the exact amount of detail that the movie deserves and not just give a general expression. Same thing with food as well. So, yeah, that's a little bit of how my brain works uh, here at the 26-minute mark. We're going to wrap it up for today. I'll see you guys tomorrow for episode 7. Remember to subscribe to this channel and get at least one of your friends or family members to start listening to this as well. This is going to get exciting as we get closer and closer and closer. Not closer, but um, as we as, I guess as we go more and more into the episode count. And of course, you're, we're going to have these really, really exciting, um, super exciting episodes when, uh, when these massive things happen. Like uh, we have, you know, of course, when I close on the house and going, going through all the details of um, the profit uh, and everything else that's... Um, that went on with the closing process, like that's going to be an amazing episode, and there's episodes, where, I mean, I'm going to be recording these podcasts when I'm traveling, I have a trip, I think it's like a 13, 14 day trip to Australia uh, this summer, uh, first time going to that continent, so that's going to be exciting, so I'm going to be recording every single day there as well, um, and then we have a, uh, I think in, later in the year, we have, you know, this, this, I think it's like 11, 12 days. Um, a, a Mediterranean cruise where we, you know, we fly to, I think, like, Barcelona, and we go, you know, all around Europe, and we end up in Athens, Greece, and fly back home. So, same thing. I'm still planning to record every single day, even when I'm traveling, and those are going to be exciting ones as well. But, of course, not, they're all not going to be 100s, but that's okay. I'm going to make sure that there are n- n- none of them are going to be 1s or 10s or 20s. I'm trying to still create some some uh, some intrigues of interest, but they're not all going to be 99s. But some of them, oh yes, some of them will be. I'll catch you guys tomorrow for episode 7. Thanks for tuning in.